WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Final hour of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. It's a full tang Fitzy Wednesday. You take your phone calls this hour at 617-779-7937. we got grab bag coming up less than 20 minutes from now. A lot of stuff to get to there. But as important uh, a night for Can I Get a Ruling as we've had with Super Bowl parties on the way, just a few short days away. Maybe you're hosting one. Maybe you're going somewhere, whatever it might be. So Can I Get a Ruling? Uh, Wednesday's around 9 where we try to answer some of the not – very easily answered social questions that might pop up in your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fitzy, why don't you go first here this week? Couldn't be more appropriate. It's Super Bowl week and the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm is back yes. in our lives as well. Larry David, of course, the ultimate guidepost for how we handle life's most awkward engagements. So, Rich, the Super Bowl is coming up. This That's is right. not only we talked about the most watched television event in america and the world every year but also well maybe there's some soccer matches who cares that's fake football but also uh it's the biggest get-together night uh, yes. maybe even outside of new year's eve super bowl parties are all the rage so uh-huh. i just wanted to tackle head-on yep super bowl party etiquette okay uh number one uh you you have to you have to bring something i don't care even if they say like unless it's an unless it's an affair or an engagement where somebody says like, okay, guys, we got this catered. There's a, you know, like we got a mobile bar truck in the mm-hmm, driveway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 50 per person, whatever. Mm. In which case you don't have to. Yeah, right, and right. It's, it's still okay to bring a host gift, though. Like, thank you for hosting. Thanks for paying to clean up the place. Thanks for taking care of it. If it's just the kind of usual get together with a little buff chicken dip, some sure. seven layer action, chili wings, tips. Oh. You have to don't ever show up. Empty-handed, yeah, that's the no. worst thing you could do, except... Stop. Oh, wait. Go ahead. No, please. Oh, no. What's the except? Yeah. Except don't be the family that shows up and says, I'm just here for the commercials and talk all the no, way through the talk. Super Bowl. You can't talk during the game. Also, there's there's different rules when your team's in it versus when they're not in it. I okay. still don't want a bunch of chatty Cathy's while we're, while, you know, during the game, during, even, during, even during the commercials, because I'm waiting for the next movie trailer to pop on or whatever, but... When it's the Patriots, I was almost more likely, and I did both. I mean, they were in so many freaking Super Bowls that you had the opportunity to do both. I feel like of the nine Super Bowl runs, maybe four parties I went to, another couple times it was like just watching me and my dad, and then a few other ones it was like just kind of me or like my wife was there. You know, like I was just so focused on on the game. But when your team's not involved, I feel like you can kind of, that, that turns maybe it's almost more important to have a party or have more people kind of going around. But I'm with you. You don't need to just yap it up the the entire time. You can go go in the kitchen if you want to. If you want to talk the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now now I'll follow this up, Rich, with a question: If people show up at your Super Bowl party and they're just there for the dips and the maybe the commercials, but mostly the social occasion, can you can you ask people to hush or can you send them to another room? Or like in my case, our garage is sort of our little fan cave hangout i call it the it's a bar in a garage we call it the barrage oh nice um thank you um, barrage n- nice little name right that's a really yeah. nice that's really smart i like it um so 
you know, is it rude to just like walk up and go in a different room at a Super Bowl party if everyone just won't shut the hell up? <laughs> I don't think so. No. And it also depends too. Like it's a little bit more awkward if there's like between four and six people and like mm. two people are talking really loud and the other two people are like, all right, whatever. But then if there's like 10 people, like I think also the the amount of people kind of changes that. Or if you're in charge of the remote, you just like turn the volume way up and then maybe they'll get the hint. Like, hey, I'm actually, I am watching this. I am interested in this. So you don't need to just uh, talk talk away. But going back to, like, the bringing stuff, I feel like the Super Bowl party, even more than any other, you got to be food and drink. Like, you're not showing up with one or the other. So other parties, uh-huh. we've talked about this in the past, I think you're kind of good. You get by a regular summer party, you just, you, like, just brought a dessert or you just brought beers. I think that's fine. Super Bowl party, you kind of, like, the more the merrier. And then you can put it all on, like, a table and you just have, like, so much stuff that everybody brought. I think that's kind of the way to go. Yeah, and don't just like don't half-ass it. Like, don't just like, oh, I yeah, I made brownies, or like I just picked <laughs> this up at the store. Unless your brownies are awesome, like yeah, the Super Bowl party is your chance. Oh, you got to try some yeah. crazy TikTok recipe, yes. or you're oh, Rich made his famous Swedish meatballs. There oh, we you go. Guys are gonna, they're going to be great with my wings and the mm-hmm. and the so and so's ribs, and like that's it. That's the day. To bring it out. Now, Stiz had a question. Okay. Uh, I, you're going to love this one. He right. actually broached this one during the break. He's oh, good. Like, is this, like, I got a Super Bowl party etiquette question. Go All ahead, right, yeah, I go. do. And I feel a little awkward asking, but I I think it needs to be asked, and I think there are other people out there like me. We've all said okay. we're, we're going to be over 4,500 calories nonstop yeah. from morning to the night. Right. You're at a Super Bowl party, not your own house, bunch of people. You have to go to the bathroom, not number one. No. You can't Flat do out, it. no. You can't, can't do, it. do it. No, you can't do it. What are you gonna do, Keith? You gotta go somewhere else. You gotta go. Gonna, you gotta you pack, have to you leave the house. You can't you wait. Get out of there. You gotta get out of there. You can't do it. No, no. You can't hang a heater at someone no. else's house. No. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Oh my god, that was like when we had our all our floors ripped up because we had all the water damage like a few months back, and one of the guys, I forget what he was even in charge of. Literally, he walks in the house. <laughs> he's like first thing first thing he says uh you got a bathroom i'm like yeah i got a bathroom all right and then he was in there for a while and i was like what a way to start the day i, th- I what work, a way. i do some part-time work construction and the kids <laughs> no fan no with, window nothing, no poopery no, spray nothing just, no just like was in there by himself for the longest time I'm like oh the kid I work well, with Like, he showed that. up. Sorry, Stiz. <laughs> no, he showed up to the house. It wasn't like, I've been working for four hours. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going to be here for eight or whatever. Like, uh, okay. I, I kind of get it. He showed You could have stopped somewhere else. <laughs> he showed up. That was the first thing he did. He didn't even bring his tools in the house. And he just went right to the can. I was like, all right. I am so glad you it's said that. Make an impression. Yeah, seriously. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. You have a bathroom? Like, no, this is the only house in the world that does not have a bathroom. I am playing this for the kid I know because I get secondhand embarrassment when he does it. Yes. Yes. Like, you can't do, like, so he clearly this guy drove, grabbed the coffee, drank the coffee, got to my house and was like, yep. You show up five minutes late with fear of maybe the client getting angry because you're like, uh. Take all the time you need if you use somebody else's bathroom. Hit a Cumbies, find a Dunks, whatever. Show up two hours late as long as you're good. Drop some porcelain dynamite <laughs> somewhere else. For some people, it's more. Up. Do you have a bathroom? But yeah. I can hold it. Like, I've never, like, oh, my God, I have to pull over. Yeah, no. I don't I'd know. brag. I, oh, <laughs> I 
I guess. <laughs> I can hold it. Uh, this, this is what my friend tells me, though, that he can't. Like, oh, our, Well, our previous uh, producer, John Anderson, Fitzy, famously yeah. could not hold it. No, he could not. Could not. No. Nope. He would dart out mid-segment. Yep. Really? Oh yeah! Shout yeah, out, yeah. John. And Andy, yeah, shout Andy out to Hart John. has been known to have some uh, Heart, gastric yep. issues. Yep, he's very forthcoming with his issues. See, I'm the opposite. Yeah, no, I could, I could just, I could grin and bear it. Yeah, for a while. you grin and bear it. Yeah, but I don't think I have to leave a Super Bowl party. I no, wouldn't. Like, I don't know. But like, here's the other thing. Then carry All your own the- poopery. You gotta. Br- <laughs> then you gotta bring it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're looking around there, and then it turns into uh, <laughs> it turns into Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber. Like, yeah, oh, that's the or- thing. Or what if there's no teep? There, no there teep. might not be, not enough, or it's one of those ones where, like, yeah, they don't have like a spray or anything, and all they're all, all the layouts are different too. Like, there might be the the they're like they're like, well, you can't use like the master bathroom, but you can use the one right next to the TV room. Oh no, where everybody's the watching the game, no. it's like the, everyone's like, watching the game right next the door. Half bath. So it's you like got the guys. Time are, I took a flight from like Laguardia to St. Louis, and we were on like a, a regional jet. And this <laughs> large woman just went back there and was like, oh, I just got to pee. No. And she beats yeah, me to it. And I wait it. outside. Nope. And she's in there just doing business for like five minutes. No and I'm chance. like, just yeah. crash the plane now. It's like, <laughs> and she op- <laughs> she opens the door. And that one no. swift open of it just made the whole plane fill up with it. And I looked at oh. her and like she knew I knew. <laughs> and she just kind of gave oh, me awful. this like, ah, what are you going to do face? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh. what did you do? Oh, so gross. Yeah, Texter says, would I rather the guy be late? Yes. <laughs> you could be late. That's fine. I, I mean, good Lord. So you're going to be cool when the guy's 20, 25 minutes late. Hey, why were you late? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I had to pull over and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Sir, you didn't do it Mr. here? <laughs> That's one for yeah. you. Here's, here's a hey, tip. Hey, sorry. I had uh, to <laughs> unload some backdoor firewood on the way over. Oh, gotcha. No problem, sir. It's fine. No problem. That's no. us. <laughs> Now get this water out of my basement. Yeah, now please, for the love of God, no, fix please. this basement. Uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a tough one. Because the other part problem there too is if you if it's a party where there's a lot of people and maybe only one usable bathroom and people are just ripping through beers every single commercial break, somebody's going up to go number one, yep. and then like wait a minute, there's a now there's a line in the hallway. How's there a line? <laughs> In the Knock hallway, on the door. Yeah. Who's in there? Who's yeah. holding it up? Who's in there? Hey, where is everybody? Let's get figured like, out. So, Stiz, just to make it seem sneaky. cool, like yeah. you gotta like bring like something and like be go like you know like oh sorry, I just need a little wake up <laughs> action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're you're better off telling everybody you're doing drugs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> than taking a poop in someone's bathroom. You people are sick. <laughs> I don't know. Light a joint. Like you remember in Weird Science when he's yeah. like you know he's like if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna fart if you're gonna like. Lay wolf bait, squeeze cheese, light a match or something, would you? All right, I gotta. Can I get a ruling? So this one is. Uh, yesterday I went to the doctor for a physical for the first time in many years. How'd it go? Uh, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this: Are you truthful when your doctor inquires about how much alcohol you drink? I am not. <laughs> <laughs> There's the scene in the Detroiters where Sam Richardson. Is in there, and the guy's like, how often do you, or like, how much do you have to drink? And he's like, I don't know, like 15, 20. He's like, oh, 15 a week? Okay. He's like, oh, oh a week? He's like, he's like, you have 15 beers a day? He goes, we're counting beers, too? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, so I was like, clo- I, I, I didn't tell the exact truth, but I was, I didn't be like, oh, two, I have two or three, uh, officer. So I was, I was, uh, like, kind of split the difference. I feel like they can kind of tell anyway. They're like, all right. 
they look well, at you. Well, if yeah, they'll tell they they know from like liver numbers and <laughs> right. sugars and yeah. whatever else. Um Are you sure about I that? got into the habit years ago. I would tell them like, you know, I would try to take the aggregate of like a good week when I behave myself and then divide that by seven. Um but I also take a lot like I I eat a lot of food and take a lot of supplements to like keep all that crap out of my system as well. So I feel like I can get away with fudging because there is a little bit of a I don't need the shame like, well, you know, you probably like you shouldn't have one every day. You don't yeah. need one every day. If there's someone you'd like to talk like, yeah, 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 I, I get know, it. I, I don't have one every day. But, yeah. you know, some days dad needs two, three or four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, no, that's true. Like you said, they could probably kind of tell anyway. So this is one off the text line here. All right. Can I get a ruling? Is this what you're talking about? I mistakenly bought tickets for Swan Lake Ballet that for this Sunday. My wife is a huge fan of ballet, and I'm a huge fan of my wife. Fair. He goes, she is pregnant with our 14th. Is that true? Is that what it says? Okay, congratulations. It, it can't be 14th. Maybe it was a typo, but. 14 mm-hmm. kids? Yeah, that's a lot. No. No, he can't afford t- <laughs> he can't afford tickets to watch. How does he have time to text us if he's other thirteen kids, kids eat? He Who's goes Philip Rivers. He goes, do I take her? No, this no, <laughs> it might be. He goes, do I take her to the ballet or do I watch the game with the thirteen others? Oh my god, maybe it's not a type. By the way, my eldest son is a Kansas City Swifties fan, and I'm a 49er fan. <laughs> what? How, how did you? There's like, a lot in here. We got a lot to unpack in there. Fourteen kids. No. Um, but besides the kids, if you had a wife, tickets to the ballet. No, I mean, you got to know. Why are they having a 14th kid? <laughs> How <laughs> is that possible? That. Do you own a bus? How do you get the kids around? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Like, How do you transport them? How do you, how do you get them all dressed? How do you feed them? You're going through like three boxes of Honey Nut Cheerios every morning. Do you have a Gallons show? of milk. Yeah, do you have a dairy cow? Yeah. Do they have, have a, a dairy show. cow in the back? <laughs> They should have a cow and a reality show. And a chicken for it coop. All. That is wild. Eat I mean, dads. sir, do whatever you feel like is best because my Atlanta, 14? You know what, buddy? Unless, I mean, there's a good chance she's not divorcing you and leaving herself with sole custody <laughs> of all 14. I'd say stay home and sell the tickets. That's a lot of child support, though. Uh, <laughs> I suppose it is. I suppose it is. Well, again, congratulations to you. Uh, man. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot in there. All right, that's another uh, Can I Get a Ruling every Wednesday around this time. We uh, like to try to answer some of these difficult questions. Uh, we come back, we have Grab Bag. We got a whole bunch of stuff that we haven't hit on yet today. So we'll do that. It's the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy here on WEI. Right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the socks. Now, here's What's Trending on WEI. All right, let's get you caught up here with some headlines. The Bruins returned to the ice last night. They couldn't get the job done. They lost to the Calgary Flames 4-1. to The Lones Bruin goal came from Pavel Zaka during a 5-on-3 situation early in the third. Bruins homestand continues tomorrow night when they'll host the Canucks. Puck drops at 7 p.m. from Causeway Street. The NBA trade deadline, uh, it was reported earlier today the Grizzlies are trading Xavier Tillman to Boston for two second-round picks. Celtics also at home tonight at the Garden taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Right now we are in the 
fourth quarter, about nine minutes left. Your Boston Celtics up 101 to 93 over the Hawks. The Patriots, they're finalizing a deal with former University of Miami GM of football operations Alonzo Highsmith. The 58-year-old, the 58-year-old is expected to join the Patriots front office as personnel executive. Additionally, New England also in the final stages of hiring former Houston Texans Associate Director of Football Administration Bobby Brown for a key role in the administration. Both Highsmith and Brown expected to work closely with Patriots Director of Scouting Elliot Wolf, who is presumed to be heading the team's personnel department. And some big Red Sox news. That's right. It was announced today that our beloved baseball team will be the focus of a pair of new Netflix shows. The streaming service will follow the team through the 2024 season and present a documentary series in 2025, as well as a documentary focusing on the 04 Red Sox, who broke the curse of the Bambino and won the team's first World Series title since 1918. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show, including everyone's favorite segment, Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy WEEI on this Wednesday evening. We hit on a whole bunch of stuff as the New England Patriots filling out their coaching staff. A lot of former Browns what it uh, appears to be. Celtics made a trade today. Xavier Tillman comes in. Trade deadline is tomorrow. We found out the Red Sox are going to have a pair of documentaries on Netflix. One is going to be about the 2004 World Series team. The other, far more interesting, only because how they're going to do it, and it's just unprecedented for baseball. It's a year-long Hard knocks, essentially. They're going to follow the Red Sox for all of 2024, and then it's going to come out in 2025. So it's different in hard knocks in that sense, where hard knocks is a real quick turnaround. Uh, But this is, they're going to be with the team the whole time, and they have final say on what gets in, not the Red Sox. So you could get some pretty good stuff. I can't imagine the coaches and the players love it when none of the other 29 teams in Major League Baseball have to do this. The Red Sox do, but. I, you know, I'm interested to see what comes of it. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily, I I don't think that the team is going to be as compelling as the series, but that may ultimately make for a more compelling series, just how lousy this team is or how underwhelming this 2024 Red Sox if, if you're team with may the, be. If you're with the team like this month, right? Spring mm-hmm. training starts this month. So let's say they get there end of February and they're with them until October. Like, it's a long time. how many episodes is this thing going to be? It's a long time. I mean, that is so, like, the, the amount of footage they're going to have and then they have to whittle that down to, what is it going to be, like 10 hour-long episodes maybe? Maybe mm-hmm. at, at most? So, yeah, that the whole thing is pretty fascinating to me. But Yeah, uh, it's, I mean... The dynasty is going to be ten. Hard knocks is what hard knocks is usually like six, but that's only a, a five even. Camp. That's like a, yeah, I was going to say because they do five, yeah, all of the like they start and then they do the preseason games. And actually, there's one less preseason game, but that's what they. I think it used to be just like five episodes, and you're kind of you're kind of done, and you have like the practices and the game, and boom, boom, boom. This is going to be months and months and months. So yeah, yeah I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Are you going to want to watch that much Red Sox stuff? 
Well, that's why like they have to whittle it down, so it's going to be just like the best of the best. So it could it has a chance to be extremely fascinating, you know, if they mm, if it's only okay. the, like, like thousands of hours of footage and then you whittle it down to ten hours, like huh. Let's jump in the old bag, see what we got. Uh, let's give you a Celtics update. They currently mm-hmm. lead the Hawks 115-102. Four and a half minutes to play in the game. Uh, Chris Tapps, poor Zingas, leading the way for the season with 26. All five starters in double figures. Jason Tatum has 20 points, seven rebounds, making eight rebounds, and six assists. Uh, actually, you know what's an interesting stat? Tatum, Horford, Derek White and Jalen Brown all have at least six assists. Wow! Now your Trey Young uh, over not going to happen. Not not happening unless he goes on a rip in the last couple minutes. True. He's been known to do crazier things. Uh, Stanley, you went for a double double for uh, Tatum. I did two boards away. Let's go. If he grabs two, two of these uh, loose balls. <laughs> yeah, Trey. What? What the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> who said that? That hey, if he what the grabs... hell happened there? Who is that? I feel like that's like a Twitter thing. You'll like awful announcing. <laughs> hey, or he grabs yeah. two. He's oh, balls. I lost my bet, son of a. Everyone's losing. Everyone's losing. Although Stiz does have a chance. I don't. I had him at over like twenty eight oh, and a half Cavs points. One fourteen. Wizards one. That's all you could do tonight. You. That's all you could jerks. mustard. So what do they get? Two twenty. Cleveland yeah. Washington. So yeah, two twenty, two twenty one. Whatever. Missed that. But reinforcements are on the way for the Celtics. I mean, they're going to win this game anyway. But uh, Xavier Tillman acquired via trade. The team did thank Lamar Stevens for his time mm-hmm. here in Boston. Are you going to be going to the uh, rally outside Government Center? Damn right. Damn right. It's grab bag time. NBA trade deadline is tomorrow, Fitzy. Do you think any all-star, and I mean, let's say... Anybody who's been an all-star the last two or three years, they don't have to be on the roster this year, but somebody who's been an all-star recently get traded between now and the deadline. Well, considering how bad I am at making predictions and wagers on the show, (laughs) I'll say no. Yeah, I kind of hope. I mean, I always look forward to it. I feel like some deadlines have been pretty good. A a lot of them have been kind of disappointing just around the NBA for like some like a big change. I think if there isn't a big change, that really benefits the Celtics. The Celtics are, are to me are the best team. They added like a depth piece today. That's nice, but you know, are the Bucks going to add anybody crazy? Are the Clippers or the Nuggets or some of these other contending teams hasn't been too much smoke out there. So we'll we'll see. But we'll be on tomorrow night we can kind of recap the whole thing. Yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a grab bag. The Las Vegas mayor was asked about the Oakland A's, a lot of scuttlebutt about the A's moving to Vegas, and the mayor said the A's should stay in Oakland. <laughs> He's not wrong. Who, who yeah. disagrees with the mayor no, no. of Las Vegas? I think it was a, is it a, I think it's a female mayor. Yeah. I believe so. So she, she was saying, yeah. She's not wrong. Carolyn they, Goodman was like, yeah, they should probably stay. Yeah, because... There's already enough going on in Las Vegas without a baseball team that will have no regional fan base where the games are all going to have to be played indoors. I, I believe it's a covered stadium that they're building. It better be. Yeah. Considering that it gets to be, I don't know, 110, 115 <laughs> in August. She she was asked about like the new stadium because 
Vegas is going to build a $1.5 billion stadium that Fitzy was talking about. She said that the stadium plan, quote, does not make sense. She also said, quote, I personally think the A's have got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. (laughs) How many more years are they expected to stay in Oakland until this imminent Vegas move? Because I think it's it's stupid, too. There's no baseball history, passion, nothing. Even even Oakland fans schlep in. They make up half of the attendees at all the Raiders games. The rest are rando Vegas people and fans of the other team and just other NFL fans who make it a destination trip because it's a cool new stadium. I think it might be the 2028 season, potentially. But the Oakland oh, Coliseum, they, like they have a lease on the Coliseum runs out after this season. So then they have like they need like an interim season for uh, interim field for three seasons. Well, I don't know how the that's Coliseum going to do. I, I don't know. how. I don't know. I don't know. Why I tell you, I tell you, that's the finest grab bag this town has ever seen. ESPN has hired Nick Saban for some uh, college game day appearances for NFL draft, SEC media day. So it looks like uh, perhaps the greatest college coach of all time is going to be in the media. So that, A, great grab for ESPN, who is going to be having that ESPN Plus streaming bundle sometime soon. Love him on game day. That'll be fun for him to be able to talk about all the college prospects coming up in the NFL draft. Huge get for them. Yep. Uh, that said, it does beg this question regionally. Okay, Belichick, your move. Where's he going? Well, he's not coaching, it doesn't appear. So I bet, don't you think he does something with NFL Network? Or I I feel like he's not going to disappear for a year because I think he does still want to coach. And I think it's harder to, like Sean Payton, quote-unquote retired, was on TV, and then he was right back in the league. So even though Bill's a lot older and it's well discussed, don't you think he tries to stay in the league, stay in everybody's mind, and then he has a better chance of coming back? That'd be my thought. Yeah, I mean he he he'll he'll have it in whatever deal he puts he you know that he puts together someplace. Like he can get out the second an opportunity pops up, just like Sean Payton did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd love to see him on TV this fall. Back! We got a uh, trailer today for A Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, it's called a quiet place day. Oh no, no, it's called day one. It's kind of confusing. So the sequel is called day one. So they're going to kind of go back. Actually, you know what? Let me start all over. They already made a sequel. That was called the third one. This is the third one, but it's also like a, a uh, prequel. So that was very confusing. That was a very confusing way of me to to put it. But so it's not directed by John Krasinski. I was going to ask if Kras was involved. Yeah, I think he had... The director Michael Samoski, he they like wrote it together. So like the okay. story is by Krasinski and this guy. Then he directed it. Uh, Lapita Nyong'o is in it, who's an excellent actress. Yes, she and is. And then Joseph Quinn, who was uh, Eddie Munson in Stranger Things season four, he is in it as well. Mm. Uh, my kind of hot take, as it turns out, I didn't like these movies. I don't like I, the first one. I don't. Like you the didn't like one. the first one? No, I, I did. I. Yeah. I didn't see the second one. Second one's way worse, but again, I'm coming oh. from somebody who didn't like the first one. Yeah, I mean, if you thought the second one was worse, you already came into it with a predisposed opinion. But that said, I imagine I would like. I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't go crazy for it the same way everyone yeah. else did. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. See, it's like fun concept, right? Great, great idea, right? Not enough. Not the reason. Not the reason why I didn't like the second one. But one thing that popped up in the second one was John Krasinski's character. 
is in a flashback scene. He's listening to the Red Sox on the radio. And John Krasinski, as somebody from Newton, would certainly know that the Red Sox radio network is WEEI. And yet the radio was playing the Nesson call. It was Jerry Remy. Oh, to which on. I said, what a little detail. But for the New England people, it's like it's you're, nope. it was clearly the radio. It wasn't like anything like on his phone or anything. It was the radio. And yet it was the Nesson call. And I was like, I don't in 1994's Blown Up, uh, <laughs> I remember uh, Jeff Bridges was in a bar, mm-hmm. and he's watching the Sox game, and a home run gets hit by Mo Vaughn over the right field wall, and the whoever the actor yeah. is who's doing the looping, who did the voice work on it, says, ah, there's a long run, Mo Vaughn, over the monster, home run. Like, no, no, no. That, like, <laughs> I can't believe that got left. How did that slip by everybody? Yeah, no, it drives you nuts. Like little, yeah. little details like that. Uh, Matt Rule, uh, former Carolina Panthers head coach. Wait, is this a new grab bag story? Oh, God, what am I doing? I'm so excited. About, I, I butchered that uh, that last thing. Uh, yeah, which one of you guys ordered the grab bag? Uh, transition. Is now now you know. Yeah, you're like, okay, all right, okay, all right. Matt Rule, what about Matt Rule? same damn story. So we were talking about how Ben McAdoo wanted Patrick Mahomes, right? Yep. Classic case, he wanted Patrick Mahomes, and so he's a genius. Everybody else was dumb. Well, Matt Rule, horrible NFL head coach. Well, apparently today he's back in college. He had this to say about what quarterback he really liked. I think Brock Purdy is an amazing player because um, I played against him at Iowa State. When I was in the draft room at Carolina, I, I brought his name up. I said, hey, guys, he should be on the draft board. I got vetoed on that one. But um, uh, you can ask Coop. But I, uh, I think, I mean, we used to tell our guys when we were playing Brock Purdy, we are like, do not, do not fall for his pump fake, right, because Brock would come out, he'd pump fake, and first game, he gets, he's 10 yards down the field, he pump fakes, our DBs are jumping, I'm like, guys, he's past the line of scrimmage, so well, a lot of respect for Brock. I think Brock... Oh. Hmm. So, anyway, anyway, Matt Rule... I who... came to an end about as well as the transition was made. <laughs> he was 11-27 and 27 as a head coach in Carolina. Yeah, but let the re- good. Let the record show he wanted Brock Purdy, and he got overruled. If he had Brock Purdy, who knows... What the future yeah. would have been. Now, let me ask you this. Like the question I think here, like, let's not bury the lead. How do we think Brock Purdy would have done in another situation where he was not on an absolute wagon of a roster? Poorly. You think so? I think he would have done poorly. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's got moxie. A little something. I'll tell you what he's got. He's got a, a, an uncanny resemblance to a historical figure. It's a grab bag. It's grab bag. It's my grab bag. My grab bag. So we brought up the other night how somebody on Twitter pointed out the fact that Brock Purdy looks a lot like Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm-hmm. And uh, at opening night, somebody, uh, a member of the media, brought this up to no. Brock Purdy. <laughs> I have it. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh. Yeah. 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 What do you say? What do you think of that? You 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 look a lot like Lee Harvey Oswald. You ever heard that? Nope. All right. What do you think though? Kind of like a dead ringer for him. Oh God, that tweet. It would have been that amazing, though, you... if he just turned it around and was like, well, actually, I've been doing a lot of research on this, and, like, this guy was falsely accused, and, like, he just goes down this whole this whole list of reasons why it wasn't him. 
But yeah, it's not like it's not a stretch at all. Like they look a lot alike. If you just if you took Brock Purdy and used the filter to put it in like a black and white photo, because that's what all the Lee Harvey Oswald photos are, it, it's uh-huh. the same guy. Yeah, so it's this guy at Digital Soy Boy who <laughs> quote tweeted uh, Josh Chavis. Yeah, and said the one who famously said, "Just a couple guys who couldn't possibly have done it alone." After like, the recognition of how much they look alike, it's a little uncanny. Yeah, but to then have someone be like, "Hey, um, you look like Lee so Harvey probably Oswald. the most famous presidential assassin <laughs> since uh, John, John Wilkes Booth. Booth. Uh, you look like him. Your thoughts?" But John Wilkes Booth for sure did it. Lee Harvey Oswald for sure did oh, not do it. If I may recommend the book called Manhunt, which is all, which details the basically from when he lands on the stage and yells out "Vinny Vidi Vici" and then goes on the lamb, and Lincoln dies. Spoiler alert! And they they hunt down. And they hunt down uh, John Wilkes Booth. The book about it called Manhunt. Awesome read. Did you know that should they, be either a movie or a miniseries? It's a miniseries coming out this year on Apple Plus. Get the hell out of here. Called Manhunt. Hundred percent. Oh my god, that will I'm probably be to my favorite watch of the entire year. That book was outstanding. Yeah, uh, on Dork we did like the TV shows to look forward to, and this one comes out. Oh, March 15th. So it comes out next month on Apple Plus. Holy smokes. Called Manhunt. Yeah, that it sounds incredible. I haven't read the book. It sounds incredible. Um, it is. Uh, yeah, there's some great stuff. A uh, little fun little note. Um, the doctor who houses. This is not giving anything away. This right. history has Please been available be for 160 careful. years. Yep. Dr. Samuel Mudd is a doctor <laughs> who is a southern sympathist, and he gives shelter to... John Wilkes Booth for a long time, and that's where the that's where the phrase "Your name is mud" comes from because that man was disgraced. How about that? Grab bag. Jose Altuve signed a five-year, one hundred twenty-five million dollar extension with the Astros. <laughs> Grab bag. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski put him on the record uh, for who the Patriots should draft in April. Gronk. Uh... Your former team, the Patriots, much like you at this kick, uh, they can't afford to miss with the third overall pick. What do you want to see them do? Come Ooh. Whoa. I Picking like the perspective you put it. Wow. They can't outkick their coverage on this pick. I mean, this is their highest draft pick in quite some time. I think since Drew Bledsoe, right, when they picked him number one overall in the 1998 draft. Gronk, why um, are you an encyclopedia? Yes. It's, you know, I just got knowledge <laughs> like that, Kay, you know. I'm an analyst, all right? And I'm on your show, so I got to know. I got to know my facts. <laughs> what but is this? I think if they don't go with a quarterback, if uh, Drake May or uh, Cal, uh, Cal Williams has already taken off the wow. board, Callum. I think a for sure pick, Callum. a for sure lock that will, won't be a bust, that's going to do big things right from the beginning is Marvin Harrison Jr. Wow. At the there you go. That's all we need position. to do. I mean, Plenty. Thank you. There you go. So Gron- right, Marvin Gron- Harrison, he's on our side. Yeah, but I After just love, but I love the analysis, though, because A, Mrs. <laughs> Call some Caleb Williams <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Bledsoe by five years. Yep, off on that. And then Kay Adams is like, nailed it. And he's and like, she, right. She's like, Gronk, why are you so dreamy? <laughs> and then he's like, like, who should they take? And he's like, well, if they don't take a quarterback, Marvin Harrison. It's like, well, then take the quarterback. It's like, what's your, and I still don't really know what his answer is. Who should they take? Well, if it's not the quarterback, well, no, you, it's up to you. You can just say the quarterback. <laughs> just all you got to say. It's your guy. We love grab bag. Uh, the Bruins lost last night. Tomorrow they are back in action, however, against the Vancouver Canucks, the best team in the NHL. 
So I'm not even going to say potential cup preview because we understand there's uh, quite a ways for the Bruins to go, and I don't love their chances, but Vancouver's been nasty this year, so that should be a good one over at the Garden tomorrow night. The hills fill my heart with the sound of music. Grab bag. Oh, we're not done with Rob Gronkowski. The uh, Here's Gronk on the kick of destiny. You know, John Cena just hates you and thinks you're going to miss. Yeah, John Cena, he's really going against me. He wanted to do the kick. The executives of FanDuel said, no, you're not doing the kick. I busted through the door. Actually, I busted through the wall. I told John Cena, this is my kick. This is my kick of destiny. And he got all mad at me. So he's my <laughs> kryptonite. I told John Cena that it's my kick again and that he's going against me. He keeps picking that I'm going to miss it, but I'm going to make it. What's Kronk tri- I mean... How every time you hear the guy, you're like, what a great player he was. What an awesome player. I still, to this day, I, I need to know what Gronk's first language is. <laughs> it's not English. Nope. I'm not sure what it was. But, like, he was as advertised. I remember, like, it was yesterday when he got drafted, yep. and it was in the second round. He runs up onto the podium with all of his meathead brothers <laughs> They put on helmets. They were headbutting each other and like whooping it up, like they were like the bushwhackers. They started bro dancing. No, it was like the Steiner brothers just got drafted by the Patriots, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, this is something." It was yeah, it was like big bear hugs and like headbutting and like chanting, and then that was him throughout the career and even now. So like, God, God bless him for that. I, I guess. Love it. Oh, what's in the grab bag? Cowboys are reportedly pursuing Rex Ryan as defensive coordinator. Interviewed him today. Jeepers. I want it. Do it. I would absolutely love that. (laughs) Mike McCarthy and Rex Ryan. No, because when they fire McCarthy and then put Belichick in, you'd finally have Rex Ryan and Belichick coaching a team together. Together again. I like that very much. All right, there you go. There's a very uh, another successful edition of Grab Bag. We'll have another uh, new grab bag tomorrow right around this time but we will uh finish things up with our final thoughts on the rich keith show with fitzy here on wei coming up next if you missed any of our patriots monday and friday interviews go back and listen on the podcast anytime just subscribe to the rich keith show on the odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts now more of the rich keith show on wei Back here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy, WEEI. Celtics winners tonight, 125-117 over the Atlanta Hawks. NBA trade deadline is tomorrow, so they still have time to add. They traded for Xavier Tillman, the uh, big guy from the Grizzlies today. Gave up Lamar Stevens. Celtics will wrap up their long homestand on Friday against Washington. Then they hit the road for a few games, and then you have the all-star break in there. But, Fitzy, we got some uh, more Patriots news. It was a crazy day for the Patriots as far as number of uh, coaches they added, some front mm-hmm. office pieces. But according to Mike Reese, Brian Belichick will, in fact, be back with the Patriots in 2024. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means that both the Patriots and the NFL will remain with the Belichick. They won't be Belichick-free because we thought there would be no Belichick coaching in the right. NFL for the first time since 1975. Nope. The, there will be a bell check in the league. Hmm. Uh, so, yes, yeah, Steve, obviously, defensive coordinator for the University of Washington, but Brian Belichick stays. Of course, T.C. McCartney is going to be the new quarterback coach. Hmm. Scott Peters, the offensive line coach. 
Alonzo Highsmith is going to be a part of the front office. So mm-hmm. still no word on wideouts, right? I don't uh, no word on Troy Brown or if they're going to go somewhere else. There's no wide receivers coach, I don't believe. At least no update to it. So, but this does make you wonder if, if and why, Steve Belichick couldn't stick around as the defensive coordinator. Like, did he not want to? Was he waiting to? Was he waiting to maybe go with his dad? Um, yeah, I, wa- I wonder if that's what it was. I, don't, I, I wonder don't if he thought if Brian. If there's room for Brian, why would there not be room for Steve? I think there probably is room for Steve, but maybe he thought. And so Steve's higher up on the pecking order. He's been in the league longer. He's been sure. sort of de facto co-defensive coordinator for the last four years. So either he thought he was going with his dad to Atlanta, although mm-hmm. would Bill have Patricia the D coordinator or do you have Steve? But either way, or maybe he thought, which I think is, if this is his thought, I think it's a good one that maybe I just need to get out from not only Bill, but also just the Patriots kind of go out on my own, build my resume that way and sort of see how I do. And then, you know, maybe be a head coach somewhere or whatever else he, he kind of chooses to do down the road. Yeah. But like, I mean, did, do you think Mayo head coach aspirations? Right. Like did Mayo choose DeMarcus Covington over Steve Belichick? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like that's a, that's certainly a, an interesting one. I can't one. believe that he would though, because because they get along so well. I mean, you saw the Jenny Belichick Instagram story of like yeah. those two leather branded wallets next to each other, uh, you know, Mayo and right. SB. Yeah, or maybe he was like, maybe Brian didn't take it as personal. Maybe Steve was annoyed with how his dad was treated by the craft. And was like, I don't want to go. Like, I'm speculating, but mm-hmm. it's a it was a weird spot. It was certainly not a mutual parting of the ways. So if you're a son, but. I think Brian staying on the staff kind of is like sort of a feather in the cap to the crafts where it wasn't like a a complete, you know, pushing out Bill. Like sort of a message to the fans, right? Like if the the fans who are so pissed that they moved on from Bill, it's like, well, his own son wasn't pissed enough to leave. His own son's still on the staff. So how bad could it have been, I guess? Unless he didn't think there were any other opportunities for him. But like that would be weird. Like, I hate what you guys did to my dad, but um, I'm going to stay. All right, fine, I'll stay. No, he could have. I mean, he couldn't have gotten sabotage. He couldn't have gone to the Washington staff too. I'm sure Jed Fish would have brought him in too. Brought Vinny Sinceri. Sure. So I mean, Vinny (laughs) Sinceri. He did. Brought him. Yeah. Brought him aboard. So who knows? Maybe we'll have more Patriots coaches joining the staff tomorrow. Oh, and then like the main topic too, right off the rip at six o'clock this uh, tonight was Elliot Wolf is the guy in charge. We were speculating like. Oh, well, Mac Rowe going to run at it? Like, how much is Jonathan Kraft going to be doing it? Like, do they lean on the new head coach? No, it's El- it's Elliot Wolf's team, and I think these moves have have uh, kind of assured us that that is the case, mm-hmm. and I think it's a good thing. I'm, I'm good with Elliot Wolf. I'm glad we know that the team finally has a direction. What direction they all go together? Can they row together yeah. how they draft and how they build? We'll see, but... They made a choice. At least they made That's a choice. It. All right, Fitzy, we will talk to you Sunday morning, the big game brunch, you, me, Hart, and Shime, 8 to 11 on WEEI. So we'll talk to you then, good sir. Can't wait, my friend. Thanks very much. Stiz, Stiz good job. Great stuff as always. Uh, we'll be back with Andy Hart tomorrow night at 6. So have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you then.